Welcome back to the Ravencast, hosted by myself, Mike Holt, uh, kindly recorded and edited by Callum behind the camera. We've had some good feedback from the episode last month with Jill. Uh, we thought who best to get on and club captain Frank Jones and our goalscorer Sean Doyle, lads. Thank you for giving up your time, coming on. Um, we've just recorded some quickfire questions that's going to be released prior to this episode. Um, it's just a bit of fun, but we also wanted to sit down with you, have a bit of an in-depth conversation, really. Um, Frank, just start with yourself, um, just focusing on you personally before we talk about the team. You obviously contributed massively towards the season last year, but you came back from what was a really tough injury for you. Um, I mean, can you give us a bit of insight um, personally for you, how last season went and how tough it was to come back from your rehab and into that sort of setup? Yeah, to start with, it was... um it was great to be back more than anything, you know. Yeah. That was like the because it was such a, it was like eighteen months out, and sometimes you do have them moments where you think, "Will you get back or won't you get back?" And it was like ups and downs a little bit. I look back now and it feels like it was kind of a distant thing, and I don't think the rehab was that bad. But when I was involved in it, it was like real tough, and mm. it was like mentally more than anything. Um, but having that goal to get back obviously helped me. I think. I look back on it now. I talk about it a bit. If FC wasn't about, and like it happened for me playing for St Mary's St George's, someone like that, would I got back? Maybe not. Mm. I would have just maybe just went. Well, that'll do me. And so, yeah, FC helped me a lot. I think to get back to um, thing. And then last year it was just a, it was just to get back, and then obviously have a, a good preseason this year to mm. hit the ground running more because it was like last year for myself. I know the team was we done really well towards the end, um, but for me it was I was just happy to get back amongst everyone. Yeah, and obviously now we've got such like a youthful squad. I think people do look at you. I'm sure Doyle will agree. They look at you for advice and guidance, and I suppose when you were out, you were able to offer that to them as well at the same time, were you? Yeah, I, do you know what all the lads are great in the squad, and it's like I don't. I don't see myself as one of the like. Obviously, I am the oldest like in the squad, but I don't see it. I try and mix a lot with the, all the lads, and yeah. all the young lads are really, really good, and they're a great bunch of lads. And if you look at FC now, it's got a great future, I think. With from sixteen-year-olds, I look at them now and think, Jesus Christ, I was nowhere yeah. near that sixteen, and I was nowhere near that eighteen, you know. So, and I, I look at some of these that just come into our um, first team, like into the FC team, and they just it's seamless. They just come in, play ninety minutes, don't put a foot wrong, and they're like sixteen. I'm like. It's so good, um, but in training and things like that, I'm there to kind of like keep everyone on the toes and just kind of, I've been through it all, haven't I? So I'm there more to try and do that as well as push myself as well and yeah. try and get us as far as we can this year. Yeah, obviously with, with you coming back in and playing and being a big part of it now as well, how do you manage like your your senior role when, when, when you're on the pitch? I think you can see like your leadership and people do look to, to you. But maybe like in training and like maybe even off the field, how do you manage that yourself as well? Do you know what? I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of, I don't. I think it's kind of in me, as in like just to be kind of like kind of like helpful and just kind of. Yeah. I've done it for such a long period now with being like captain at St George's, St Mary's, um, the Alaman team for so many years and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I just. It, I wouldn't say I don't know how I'm doing it. It's quite it, natural. Yeah, it does come. It's just like in my stride. I just kind of help and just be around the lads and yeah. just even when I'm on the pitch, I just try and help everyone out. And it's just more. We've got like a like a leadership group now with like obviously Sean and a few of the other older heads, and it's 
that's good as well just yeah. to kind of like it shares the load from just it's not just on me because it, it's not like that anyway through the whole kind of setup yeah um sean's very good at what he does and you know helps people out and gives a lot of advice and al maitland and even like luke and kyle are in it mm. steve whitley um just shares the load a little bit like that and just keeps everyone on their toes more than anything because mm. we talk about it and paul's talked about it a lot in pre-season about being together like it's such a long season and there's 46 games and people are going to be upset at times when they're not playing people are going to be upset when they're not on the squad mm. and i just look at it now and no one's guaranteed anything in that environment there's mm. there's 40 people there you know that can so if you if you pick for saturday to be in the squad it's great if you pick for the 11 it's great but it doesn't really mean anything going into yeah, wednesday yeah. saturday wednesday and touch wood obviously I got injured in the first game and missed a lot and then last year it happened to him Sean because so, so it's like people you don't nothing's kind of like people might be looking now that aren't in the squad thinking oh, how am I going to get in or anything but things happen and yeah, yeah. I think through the whole season the I think it's 41 players signed on and I think everyone will play the part and for us to be where we want to be as a, a group I think everyone's going to have to play the part yeah I mean you're touching on, obviously, Doyle there, you had your injury last year, and that must have been really tough for you yourself. You were such... Your absence, I think it's fair to say, did impact the team a lot. Um, I know you probably might not say that yourself, but it's, I think it's definitely true. How tough was that for you in terms of being on the sideline, not being involved, and, um, you know, because you had such an, an unbelievable season, an inaugural season, 41 goals in that first season. How was that probably one of the toughest periods you've ever had in football, maybe? I'd probably say, yeah, it's, it's by far the, like, I think I've had always been, there's an ongoing joke, I'm always injured. Um, and throughout like, the last five, ten years, probably have been. But to have such a, a special season, both from a, a team point of view and an in, individual point of view, the first yeah. season, I was kind of going in thinking, right, I'm, I'm going to have another, another good season here, see if I can help lead the team from the front, get more goals, and maybe we can try and get promoted again. And obviously that, that plan came crashing down the first game, but... Um, yeah, I would definitely say, being honest, it's probably the toughest mentally time through any yeah. sport I've ever done, and it's it's one of them things. That, but I'd, I would say Frank is a shining light in terms of he was kind of like that that person that was always like two steps ahead from me where I was in my plan. Um, so having him and seeing where he was getting to um, was a massive helping hand. And obviously Dan Simpson as well, he had a bad, bad knee injury. So having the likes of Frank, the likes of Dan to be able to sort of see what they're doing, see what I can do and it, it gives you that motivation to try and want to come back and then um, and obviously yeah we kind of I came back in around February time and Frank was probably flying by then so it, it made it a lot easier for me to uh, get back playing and give me that sort of mental strength to do it. Yeah you obviously played towards the end of the season you got some games under your belt scored some goals how did that feel for you? Did that feel like you know, all the work, hard work had paid off and you know you can go into this season nice and fresh and yeah, it was, it was, the, probably the main word was relief because the first five games I came back, I don't think I scored a goal. So I was thinking, I'm not going to score again here. <laughs> Jonesy was probably joking about me playing centre-back again. Um, so yeah, so to be able to get that first goal, I think it was against Longridge, I got a couple of goals and it was just relief. And you know what, Like I know we're amateur footballers playing in, in the team, but it's just an unreal moment to be able to play footy with your mates again. That's yeah. probably why we all do it, to, to go and play footy with your mates out on the ball in front of your fans, your friends. Your fr- family, your colleagues, whatever it may be, it's it's a special thing and no one should take the granted. So yeah, it was nice to get back playing. I think it's fair to say that you I mean all all the you know, they look at the kids down at the bowl and they all look up to you boys as like idols. Like they really do, don't they? They you know I, I think that's probably the best part of the club. The, the 
these are all role models. I think it's fair to say a lot of people got a soft spot for you. I think you've probably seen that yourself, you know, going through town and stuff like that. How's that been for you? Because that is probably something that maybe other players in the squad don't really get. So how has that been in terms of, obviously you've obviously done like charity fundraisers and stuff as well, and that's promoted the club, which is also brilliant. How's that been for you, like getting noticed in town and all those little things? Has that been a bit of a shock? It's been a bit mad, really. Like, obviously, I think any player is going to enjoy the sort of exposure you get from SL Man. Um, and I absolutely love the fact that the kids like, sort of idolise us as footballers. Like, yeah. we, have, we have friends, we have family, we have colleagues who would tell us, oh, my, my son puts you in the same regard, or the players, or Steve Whitley in the same regard as like Salah and other players in the yeah. league, which obviously when they grow up, they're going to realise there's a massive gap <laughs> between, between us and them. But right now, we've got to appreciate it. And the, yeah, I definitely. think it's, it's special. Like, you go out for a Sunday walk and you have people say, oh, how is the game? And the people we don't know, and it's kids coming up for photos, and they're kids that we don't know who they are, and it's special, and it's, yeah, like like I said before, it's, it's something you can't take for granted, because Frank will know in the first season, I know in the second season, it can be taken away so quickly, and yeah. obviously the opportunity to play football can be taken away, so while it's there, and while it's a, a possibility that, that people look up to us, it's obviously a fantastic yeah. thing, and yeah, I, I would say I speak on behalf of everyone who says we absolutely love it. I always remember one of the, in, in our first season, and I was walking, we were coming down to the bowl, and there was two young lads, and one of them had Doyle on the back of his shirt, and the other one had Murray, and I just thought, like, that is it's crazy, like, we, you wouldn't have imagined that five years ago, would you? No, and that's the thing, like, <laughs> half these people would have had no idea who we were five years ago, playing yes. the Corinthians, the teams, and Obviously, five years ago, me and Frank were probably kicking hell at each other up at Bala Fletcher, so and now we're teammates, so it's it's all changed, but it's it's unbelievable. Like I, I definitely don't take granted, and I think it's just a special thing that what the Alaman is, SL Man is created for the community and what for the kids growing up, and also for the players that are able to uh, enjoy the moment. Yeah. So Frank, obviously, towards the end of last season, we got five wins on the bounce. You know, we you know we were really really playing some really good football. Um, Going into this season, is there an expectation amongst you as players to go one better than what you did next season? Is there an expectation you know, from the manager and the coaching staff that's come into this season for you to go one better? Do you expect that of yourselves? Yeah, from, from me speaking personally on my kind of thing, I always expect to probably outreach ourselves and like I would say now like we want to be right at the top and yeah. get promoted basically. That's me. I think looking around at the group of players we've got, and if everyone can stay fit and yeah. and we can keep everyone involved and everyone happy and things like that, I I don't see why why we can't be right amongst it come next April. You know, so um, the managers and the coaches I'd say haven't really kind of said much about us at the minute like they haven't put any kind of like yeah. pressure on us to say like this is what I plan for this year and this is where we need to be and it's like they've, we've had a great pre-season we've got everyone like kind of injury free at the minute and kind of firing and we're going into the first game on Saturday in a real good place I think and again it's, it's 46 games isn't it it's such a long season and so many twists and turns that will happen and it's it's We've got to have. You will get luck, won't we? We 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 need a lot of luck, um, with injuries, with games to go with us, and on the other side, we'll have some bad luck, won't we? Like the way the season goes, and hopefully, as it pans out, I think we'll be there and there about. It it's it's getting that kind of. I seen it real sharp last year when I come back. We were in a a bit of a rut. We'd lost a fair few games, and 
we weren't playing bad. It was just moments and... I always said to Paul, I don't know how he was going out doing the interviews every Saturday because basically he's saying the same thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, he's having to go out there every Saturday and we're talking to the players to do the same interview, saying, oh, the lads played really well in moments, but we yeah. got beat 4 0. You know, so and if, yeah. when we watch games back and things like that, we were like very good in like 70 minutes of the game, but 30 minutes, like, or 20 minutes, sorry, killed us. Mm. Um, but then when we went away, it was like we don't we don't get a lot of downtime together. So, what I would say from our group of players last year, that weekend away where we when all the fans kind of come and travelled with us, and we had this weekend away, we got ourselves safe, and it was felt like that pressure took off us. That to me was a massive turning right. in last year. Okay. Massive, like the fans were great with us. We were great with the fans. We had a weekend together. We won the two games. We yeah. were safe, and all of a sudden, from there, I don't know. Something just shifted in us, and I don't know if I'd seen it in the change rooms from players. And the weeks after that, you could just see, even if we went one 0 down, we, we we felt like we were still in the game. We felt like we were going to win. And weeks before that, it felt like it was you go one 0 down, and all of a sudden we'd be three 0 down, and that was the way that went. And then yeah. we just had that turn of that, and it was definitely that weekend away. Um, mm. And we had a, a obviously a great run to the end of the season. It was real, real good. I mean, that's interesting in itself. I mean, there, there is so much. There is a lot of pressure on the club because because it's such a unique club, and you know the, the financial situations. There is must be a lot. You must feel a lot of pressure on your shoulders, especially what we said earlier. There's a lot of young lads in there as well. So you know, where, that's when you boys really probably do step into the experience and the leadership and the arm around the shoulder sort of thing. I would definitely say, yeah, that it's a social pressure as well. I don't think, like, you go away and you play teams in Liverpool, Manchester area, there's a couple of hundred people come watch them play, and half the time the, the players don't know the fans, the fans don't know the players, whereas yeah, yeah. we're coming down the bowl and everyone knows each other and we're going to go work for them on, on a Monday. Yeah. We're going to see them in, in, in Tesco's on a Monday night and they're going to give us abuse if we missed a sitter or we lost a <laughs> game. So yeah. we know what it is, and like you alluded to there, like, Players like Frank is just absolutely invaluable for the team to have around for someone that calm head, but also that leader on and off the pitch, kind of on the pitch, pull us together when when the chips are down and off the pitch, sort of set the tone, set the levels, and then they set the expectations for everyone throughout the squad. Um, just a, a similar sort of question for yourself, but probably more on a more personal level. Talk about expectations. Obviously, we've been a striker. Do you set yourself expectations, or like a, you know maybe a, a goal tally or something at the start of the season, or do you not really do that? Some yeah. people do, don't they? Some people don't. Yeah, I'm always I'm always someone that needs a target. So seventy five um, this year. <laughs> seventy five plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I first season I'd said twenty um, goals for season, um, and I think by and then by Christmas I always say let's see where I'm at, and that's from a individual individual perspective, but also from a team perspective. Let's see where we're at. Because um, obviously you never want to get too, it's a cliche, but you never want to get too far ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, 25 is the target for this season and then just, just see where I'm at. Like, I, I think it's one of them things, my aim is just always a goal a game and just see what I can do. Um, but obviously when you've got quality in the team that like, we're going to have this season, it's, it's the targets then go higher because I look at the quality around me and I'm thinking if I, if I can do my job right, I know yeah. them boys will. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm someone that sets a target for the team and, and also individually, I think it's important to. I think something that I found interesting last year was when, when you came back into the team after your injury obviously Jonesy it took over as manager I, I noticed personally your role sort of changed a little bit you started coming a little bit deeper and then we started having maybe runners like Frank Michael Williams 
coming off you. Have you had to adapt that role at all, or and how's that been for you? I would say, like, I think you actually asked me a similar question in an interview in Berry, I think that had been. Um, our style of play has changed from Bassi and Dicko to Paul, and it's no disrespect to the two styles of play, they're different and mm. both effective. Um, but I'd say that how we play now is more so on the, on the floor, trying to find feet, and, and that my role for me is then come and get at the feet and then yeah. try and find runners in behind. Um, and like I said just before, like the quality we have in our team, finding runners, we've got Dan Simpson coming back in, but we've got Penny, we've got Sam Gellin, we've got Steve Whitley, Charlie, we've got such good quality in the team. Um, so it's it makes my life easier having to adapt to a, a different sort yeah. of style of play or a different way that we're playing. So um, I came back in and obviously didn't hit a bottom door for five five games, but yeah, although although with that, the style of play was, was sort of quite easy to fit back into. Frank, we spoke to Jill the other month, we were speaking about before, and... Um, if people haven't listened to it, please do because it was really informative. Um, she spoke about, you know, obviously more on a more serious level that there was a point in, in the season where financially the club were a bit worried about where we were. Um, interested to get your thoughts on being club captain. Do you do you see in those situations and hear about those situations? Do you have more of a, an extra bit of fight for the club, and do you see how important it is for the? For the fans, for the people in the community, this club, and does that give you boys a bit more drive? Yeah, and with me being a bit older, and the lads will realise when they kind of get a bit older. The younger lads definitely, because if I was twenty, if I was nineteen, like arguably you don't really care about the club. You just yeah. want to play football, and you want to play football where the best level possible, which obviously is FC. But when you hear financials, they they're not bothered. They just think, you know, well, I just want to play football, and yeah. where's my kit, and like, where's my <laughs> new boots? As you get older, you get wiser. You start helping out more. Like even before FC, like when I was at other clubs, like you help out more and you do more stuff, and you realise all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes, and like you see it with FC. Like look, like you two here doing this, you you aren't getting paid, are you? Like you're just doing it for the kind of love of the the club and. You're just as as important as Sean is, as I am, as Jill is, and the whole club is, you know, like everyone's kind of pulling in that direction, doing their own kind of roles. And um, you do hear things about fans. And if you speak to a lot of people, people who talk about it and go, how's it going to last? How's it going to last when they're just like glass half empty? Like, how's it going to last? And you're like, well, it's done two seasons now. And if it does another one, and then we're kind of hopefully we're ironing out little bits and bobs and yeah. you know like the first it's, it's like a business isn't it like the first couple of years are always going to be hard because you, you, you don't know what's up and down and you probably spend more than you should and then you start ironing things out as you go through but I look at it more for my like I've got two boys like who are like George now like five he's crazy football mad yeah. and I just think like this needs to be around because I didn't do it like I've, I've done it right at the very end but like I'd love to be now I would love to be Jack Higgins, Tom Sherman, like 16 coming into this. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got like the best, but people need to realise and like, we've, we've, I'm not going to mention any, but we can thank all our sponsors because they make it happen, don't they? Because yeah. you look, I looked at Barry's um, sheets that they put out and that, their wages were like £95,000 <laughs> that they could pay the players through the year. And, um, but you look at our expense, like if we didn't have to travel, like we didn't have to pay for all the travel yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff we generate so much money to make this happen and it's all through all our sponsors and everyone doing bits for free basically and just doing it for the love of the club 
Um, but I look at it more as I want it round for me being not selfish, but I want it for yeah, my yeah. young fella Definitely. because I didn't have it. And then I talk. I always talk like the, the generation ahead of me, like they always said we need a team off island, and you go through all them generations back. I don't know, 50, 60 years. They probably all said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We need a, and we've act like we can't think. Paul Jones dug it out of the ground and made it happen, and now we've got it. It's yeah. like it's it's too um it's too important to throw away because all the hard work's being done, hasn't it? It's here now, and I think that was the hard bit. You know, getting it out of the ground and getting it running. Mm. But I look at it now and like, yeah, I'll do anything I can to help out and try and when I finish playing, I'll be in, as involved as I can be. You know, yeah. if any kind of things that they need help, and hopefully my young fella, because we we have a laugh. Like so, you look at Jack Higgins, say for example, like my young fellas love the Higgins boys, and you look at Jack, there's the same age kind of gap. From George and like kind of Charlie and Jack than yeah. there is from them to me. Yeah. So I'd love to see my young fella playing <clears throat> at sixteen and Charlie or Jack being involved in it yeah. still, you know, like and it's that's the giving away my age there. <laughs> in the forties. <40s. laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? That's yeah, how yeah, important definitely. it is and like it's so good that it's it's here now and there's no ceiling, is there? Like I, I say this, if if um we're on the Isle of Man playing these 16-year-olds that could go and play for Corinthians, St. George's, Peel, St. Mary's, win most trophies by their 18, 19. Um, and then what do they do? Yeah, there's no, there's there's, no bigger there's, bar. Like, like now, where we are, like for the Premiership's the ceiling, isn't it? At the end of the yeah, day, if you yeah. want to keep going through the leagues, if you could, and if you're that good, it's the Premiership, isn't it? That's, and one day, hopefully, someone gets there from maybe not the, the club, but a player from the island. I mean, obviously, similar question to yourself. Do you, do you boys, and do you feel a real sense of like fight for this club? As like saying, we are such a unique club that we have this situation that we're in. It's almost like the club is so precious, and the the longevity of the club is so precious. Do you think that gives you more of a fight, and you see that more in the crowd? Absolutely, I would say like the most important word is probably pride as well. Like it's just it's just a special thing to play for. Like you you pull on a load of different people from the better teams on the island to be a part of this community team and community club, and it's just it's a fantastic thing. And like like Frank said, I I don't have kids yet, but obviously I see Frank, I see Steve, I see all these boys having kids growing up now, and I'm thinking like I want my own. Like yeah, like yeah. like Frank said, I know it's a selfish way of thinking, but when eventually I have kids, I want to see my kid play yeah. for this because. Like I remember the first season watching Sean Quay and um, and Chris Bash Jr. and seeing the way their kids like idolise their dad down at the ball in front of two three thousand people. That's a memory for them boys that they're not going to get and uh, ever again. And it's not like it's something you're not going to see in the UK leagues the way it's idolised and cherished over here. Um, so like for me, um, I want to fight for the club so it can continue and whether that's me engaging in, like you said, charity events or whether it was just having conversation with sponsors or it's just doing what I can on the pitch. Like It's important for every player, no matter what age, throughout the club to do what they can so this club continues because I know full well every single player absolutely loves being a part of this. So it's why shouldn't we be able to give the opportunity to the ones who are 12, the ones who are 8, the ones who are 6 when they get to the right age? I think that comes down to the players as well, like that. and you see that from the players. I think from maybe from the outside, like you, how well the players that are involved in the club like help the kind of kids on the side, and they'll like sign shirts for them and 
put the time out and then people take time out of the day to go to the camps to give like like prizes out and things like that trying to keep them kids involved and yeah. want to get them into football and come back next week yeah, yeah. You, know, you know and like be like oh well if they want to come down the ball on a Saturday night and play do you know what I mean or they want to just go and play football you know like I go back to my kid just because I know that's what they're thinking about like he'll go down the ball with his football every Saturday night and he arguably really doesn't watch the game he sees the odd player that he likes but he'll just play football for the yeah. whole night you know what I mean and he's that's what you want you want just kids back loving the game and being involved in it and it got a bad um, kind of thing didn't it you know like man's football on the slide and things like that now and like this hopefully has reboosted it and like you speak to a lot of people now and, like the numbers participating and okay the adults might be a little bit down still but it, it's going to help in the long term if all the kids are coming through because eventually they all, pathway yeah yeah definitely yeah. well lads thank you for your time uh, coming on best luck of season you're obviously great ambassadors for the club and we're really looking forward to seeing you this season Thank you Thanks very much. for having us, mate. See you Saturday. Good.